Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're global. We have churches, prayer houses, and prayer hubs in over 30 nations of the earth. I wish you'd connect with our movement if you're an intercessor, if you're a prophet, Check it out, awakeninghouseofprayer.com. From there, you can find everything you want to know about, including our Sunday service, our main event. Oh, it's a countdown every week to the main event. I love it. 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. I share two different messages on Sundays, two different worship experiences, and two different encounters with God. I'm there all day preaching, praying, and prophesying. I hope to see you on Sunday. At Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, if you're not in the city, don't get discouraged. Be, ah, man, you have two options if you're not in the city. Dose options. You can move here, and many people are, or you can watch the first service online at ahop.online, which is probably a little easier. But boy, there's nothing like sitting under that anointing in house. Amen. There's just nothing quite like it. So watch online if that's your only option. www.ahop.online. Our second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. You know where to find those classes. If you're not in South Florida, well, it's not broadcast anywhere but schoolofthespirit.tv. We're in the beginning of a new series, schoolofthespirit.tv slash nine gifts is where you'll find it. The nine gifts of the Spirit, activating them, walking in them. And there's 15 teachings in this series. You can get involved in that at schoolofthespirit.tv slash nine gifts. Remember, my special gift to you is a discount code, which you can use on any class over there that you choose. The discount code is, you know what it is, mornings, and it's just for you. Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders, begin to back me up. Awakening Prayer Hubs is a global movement of intercessory prayer leaders, thousands of intercessors praying for great awakening in the nations. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, check that out. As we gear up today, I am reading from my second devotional, Evenings with the Holy Spirit, 
How many know we need to spend time with him in the morning and the evening? Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Father is in Control. You know, sometimes we just have to let the Holy Ghost remind us of that. If we're honest, some days it feels like our circumstances are spinning out of control. Maybe some of you even feel like your lives or your minds or your marriages or your finances are spinning out of control. So we need to remember this. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Listen, let, let me prophesy to you. What do you, here's what I heard the Lord say. What do you think would happen if you were to let go and let me? Mm. See, when the Holy Ghost asks you a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. It's because he's trying to deliver revelation to your heart. Let me start again. What do you think would happen if you were to let go and let me? What if you were to let go of your preconceived notions of how life should be and let me show you a better life? <laughs> what if you were to let go of your ideas and plans for the future and let me show you my ideas and plans for the future? My, 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 my. And the Lord says, stop trying to figure out everything. And don't worry if things don't line up the way you think they should. Father is in control, says the spirit of the living God. Come on now. Is God in control? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is he in control? Yes or no? Yes. The answer is yes. Psalm 37, 5, Proverbs 16, 3. Proverbs 16, 9 are the scripture references for today. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional, what do, you, what do I think would happen if I gave you control? I imagine I would find more peace, rest, and joy. I imagine I would find, have more faith and trust in you. I imagine I would rest and relax more easily. I see your point, God. Help me let go and let you do what you do best. I give you the reins of my heart in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you because you are the good, good father. You are the God who has it all under control. Nothing rattles you. Nothing shakes you. Nothing moves you. Nothing tempts you. Nothing discourages you. Nothing makes you want to give up and quit. You are the ruler of the universe, the supreme ruler of the universe, the creator of the universe, the maintainer of the universe, and we give you praise. We honor you this morning from the depths of our soul. We honor you this morning from the deepest recesses of our spirit. You are worthy of our honor. You're worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our adoration. You alone are worthy. There is no other God like you. No other God before you. No other God who compares to you. So we cast out our idols even now, O oh God. We will not have any other gods before you. We will not serve mammon. We will not serve fame. We will not serve any other God. We won't bow down to any other God. We will not allow idols to tempt us into spiritual blindness, to tempt us 
into spiritual deafness, to tempt us into a muted state where we cannot truly praise you from a right heart. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You are praiseworthy. You are high and lifted up. You are immovable. You are unshakable. No one compares to your glory. No one compares to your delivering power. No one compares to your healing intentions. You have us in your hand. You've got our backs. You'll never let go of us. You'll never release us. You'll never let us lose. If we want to win, we can win because you already won. Give us a persevering spirit, oh God. Oh Jesus, give us an enduring heart, oh God. Help us to keep our hand to the plow, God. Sometimes we get weary. We confess it even to you right now. Sometimes we get weary. Sometimes we don't want to keep pushing, God. Sometimes it seems too hard to keep pressing, God. Sometimes it seems as if we're not making any progress, God. Sometimes it just seems like we're wasting our time, God. We just can't keep going around the same mountain over and over and over again. That's what it feels like, God. It seems like nothing's changing. Nothing moving. Oh, it's just getting worse instead of better. No matter how hard I try, it just keeps getting worse instead of better. No matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I pray, no matter how much warfare I do, no matter how many deliverance sessions I go to, come on. Hey, who relates to this rant? That's what you feel like sometimes. Like nothing's working. Like everything's broken. It's sliding away from your grip. Father, I thank you that you are able to keep us and you are able to perfect that which concerns us. We will look at you instead of what the enemy is trying to focus our hearts upon. We will look at you, the author of our faith. We will look at you, the finisher of our faith. We will look at you, the one who strengthens us in our inner man. We refuse. I just saw a vision of somebody putting a stake in the ground and it was a violent swing oh jesus that's what we've got to do we've got to put our stake in the ground we've got to decide once and for all right now today that we will not be moved we're putting our stake in the ground we will not be pushed back we will not be made to wander in the wilderness forever we will not give up but we will stand our ground the stake is in the ground. We will not pick up and move off the promise of God. We are going to camp right there on the great and precious promises of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the great and precious promises of our Heavenly Father, over 7,000 of them. Oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I just can't wait. I just can't wait to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We're not going to faint. We're not going to grow weary because in due season, in the Kairos time, in the opportune moment when it's just quite right, God is going to bring in the harvest. Oh, the enemy tried to hold it back, but he won't succeed. Oh, the enemy tried to hinder the harvest, but he will not maintain his advantage over you. It's just a deception. It's just a waiting game. It's just a matter of persistence. You will see the harvest, I decree, in Jesus. 
Jesus name, you will see the harvest. I decree in the name of Jesus. I don't know what harvest you're waiting on. I'm not quite sure what promise you're standing on, but I can tell you this. I can guarantee it. If you don't quit, you'll win. If you keep standing, you will see the salvation of the Lord. If you keep pressing, you will see the victory in the battle. If you keep praying, you will see the deliverance of your soul. You will see it and you will know it, but you got to decree it before you see it. Come on. You got to decree it before you see it. Come on. I said, you got to decree it before you see it. What's coming out your mouth? I said, what's coming out your mouth? I said, check it. What's coming out your mouth? Out of the abundance of your mouth, out of the abundance of your heart, rather, your mouth speaks. Oh, confront us, God. Convict us, Holy Ghost, because we know conviction precedes breakthrough. We know some kind of change in mental attitude precedes breakthrough. We know it, God. We know it, God. We know it, God. We know it, God. We know we're not thinking right, God. We know we're not talking right, God. We know we're not moving right, God. We're doing something that we need. We need, we need a Holy Ghost adjustment. Come on. It doesn't have to be sin to need to be adjusted. It's a shift in the mind. It's a shift in the heart. It's a shift in the mouth. It doesn't have to be sinned to need to be adjusted. It doesn't have to be sin to need a change. Out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of your heart, whatever is stored up in your heart is what your mouth is pulling from to decree over your life. Uh oh, what's in your heart? The words of your mouth are generated from the overflow of your heart. What's in your heart? You decree out of your mouth based on what's stored up in your heart. You can't see a thing till you decree a thing. So, what are you decreeing? That'll tell you what's in your heart. What are you speaking? What are you saying? That'll tell you what's in your heart. Are your words bitter? You got bitterness in your heart. Are your words grievous? You've got grief in your heart. Are your words victorious? You've got victory in your heart. Are your words full of faith? You've got faith in your heart. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. It's a spiritual law. It's a truth that cannot be denied. You might fake it in front of people, but then there's the self-talk. You might fake it in front of me at church on Sundays. Hey, apostle, I'm too blessed to be stressed. You might fake it in front of me. You might fake it at work. But are you faking it at home? That's where it slips. You can't fake your self-talk. That negative self-talk. From the seeds the enemy sowed in your heart when you were asleep. God sowed his word in your heart. He sowed his word in my heart. And while we were sleeping, while we were not paying attention, the enemy came in and sowed, and sowed uh, seeds among the weeds. Uh, uh, seeds, weeds among the seeds, rather. He sowed wheat, 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 weeds among the tares. Uh, among the, he sowed uh, tares among the wheat, rather. So, Father, would you pull these tares out of our heart? Lord, deliver us from these tears because we know our self-talk. Come on, can we get real? We know our self-talk. Nobody else hears it. 
but you hear it. We hear our negative self-talk. We know how we talk to ourselves. We beat ourselves up. We condemn ourselves. Some days we tell ourselves how great we are and how wonderful we are. And we're double-minded because we go back and forth depending on the circumstance, depending on what thought we take from the spirit realm or what thought the enemy planted in our heart when we were a child that keeps popping back up at the worst possible time to derail us and cause us to self-sabotage. Father, help us to be careful about our thoughts and not to speak out of our mouths things that are contrary to your will. God, we can't afford to keep making these same mistakes. We cannot afford to keep spewing out words of death over our life. The power of death and life is in the tongue. We speak out of the abundance of our heart. So what's in our heart? Deliver us from the tears, God. Deliver us. Deliver us from the enemy's seed, God. Deliver us from this negative self-talk, God. Make us more aware of it because sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. It's a subconscious level. It's a running story of loss and pain that just plays over like a broken record in our mind. And we're so used to hearing it that it's almost like background noise. Make us more aware. Help us to discern this self-talk, these voices of demons, the voices of our past, the voices of our pain. I want you to catch this. This is going to set somebody free. Understand this. If you've ever been in a gym or in a mall, then you know that there's, there's music playing. There's music playing in an elevator. They call it Muzak. And, and you become so accustomed to this. I used to work in a retail store when I was in uh, a high school. They always had music playing. Well, you become almost immune to the background noise. It just becomes part of the landscape. And you're no longer focused on the background noise. You're dealing with the customers. You're talking to people. This is what's happening in some of your minds. The negative self-talk just runs like a broken record and you're so used to it that you almost don't even pay much attention to it anymore, except it's influencing your life. Are you tracking with me? It's background noise. It's subtle. You can hear it, but you're focused on other things. What you don't realize is you can't just let this record run in the background. You need to capture those thoughts and cast them down. It doesn't do you any good just to say, well, I've got, I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to listen to that. I, I hear that background noise. I hear that broken record. I hear that negative self-talk, but I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm not going to give any attention to it. It'll, it's not going to go away if you don't give attention to it. You have to say the opposite. You overcome all this negative self-talk, quite frankly, it's proven biblically and it's proven scientifically by speaking out of your mouth the opposite of what you're hearing in your mind. So when the enemy tells you, well, you're never going to get that promotion. God has given me the power to create wealth. He's the one who lifts me up. He gives promotions and demotions. And I'm in the perfect will of God and the perfect time of God. You have to combat this broken record in your mind and begin to sing a new song. So, Father, help us do that, God. Help us to do that, God. Help us to make a new song, to create a new song, to, to, to change our words so we can change our life. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Deliver us from this incessant rambling of our past. 
runs like a broken record in our mind. Deliver us, God, from this evil. And God forbid we speak it out and come into agreement with it, even in our, see, that's what's happening. All this broken record playing in your mind, and you're actually agreeing with the condemnation. <laughs> you're agreeing with a lot of this. You're allowing the enemy or your past to tell you who you are and what you're worth. But you have to stop that. You have to take that record and break it. Buy a new record. In other words, invest your heart in sowing the word into your mind to renew it. So we thank you, Lord, that you help us today. Help us today. We want to sing a new song. We don't want to keep repeating the same old verses. They keep us in bondage. They keep us stuck. They keep us belittled. They keep us bemoaning our future because our past had problems. But God has a future and a hope for you. He has a better tomorrow even than what you're experiencing today. We all have ups and downs. But in God, we have more ups than we have downs. We can be steady in him because he is the stability of our soul, the anchor of our soul, the captain of our soul. He's steering the ship. Let him steer it. Lord, we give you the reins of our heart today. We give you the reins of our heart. We give you the reins of our heart. And we say, Lord, have your way. Show us, make us self-aware of this broken record so we can choose to put it into it once and for all. Make us aware of the thoughts that we're thinking that don't please you and that don't forward your will for our lives so that we can choose to cast them down in Jesus' name. Lord, we need you. We need you. We, need, we can't do this without you. Thank God we don't have to do it without you. Thank God we don't have to do it without you. Thank God we don't have to do it without you. Thank God we don't have to do it without you. You are with us always and forever. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on, let's transition. Let's transition to our next segment after you cast the devil out. After you cast the devil out of your mind, the vain imaginations, you think your job is done, but it's not. After you cast the devil out of your house, you think your job is done, but it's not. After you cast the devil out of your soul, out of your body, you think your job is done, but it's not. After you cast the devil out of you, I don't mean to discourage you. I'm trying to arm you and equip you because a complacent soldier is a defeated soldier. Come on. I said a complacent soldier is a defeated soldier. We see here clearly in scripture in Matthew 12, 43 through 47. Listen, actually, I'm not going to read that many verses, just 43, 44, and 45. When an evil spirit leaves a person. It goes into the desert, seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return. See, demons are persons without bodies. I'm going to say that again. Demons are persons without bodies. Understand the words coming out of my mouth. Demons have a voice. Only people have voices. Demons are persons without bodies. They have intelligence. They have, they have personalities. According to the class of demons they are and the agenda of their ministry to steal, kill, and destroy. When an evil person, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. My God. And so the person is worse off than before. 
my God, isn't it sad to think that you could gain a massive victory over the enemy and then not follow through on the wisdom of warfare or the wisdom of deliverance and end up with more demons than the cast out? Mind-blowing. The Passion Translation says, when a demon is cast out of a person, it roams around a dry region looking for a place to rest but never finds it. Then it says, I'll return to the house I moved out of, and so it goes back, only to find that house is vacant, warm, and ready for it to move back in. So it goes looking for seven other demons more evil than itself, and they all enter to live there. Then the person's condition becomes much worse than it was in the beginning. This describes what will happen to people of this evil generation. And the message version says, when a defiling evil spirit is expelled from someone, it drifts along through the desert looking for an oasis, some unsuspecting soul that can be devil. When it doesn't find anyone, it says, I'll go back to my old haunt. On return, see, because they have more demons are most effective in people. They can only do so much in the second heaven. That's why I always say I'd almost really rather deal with a principality than a demon in a person. I can cast it out if they want to cast out, but if they're just there to harass me and all this, it's, it's harder to deal with a demon in a person sometimes because they have a will. And if they don't want to be delivered, they can't be and they won't be. Whereas with the principality at that level of warfare, I know my authority doesn't have a choice because it's not inhabiting a person. It's inhabiting a region. We can deliver cities from demons too, but they also seek to come back as well. And you've seen that in, in episodes of Revival. You've seen this happen. When the, when the defiling evil spirit doesn't find anyone, it says, I'll go back to my old, old haunt. On return, it finds the person spotlessly clean, but vacant. It then runs out, runs out and rounds up seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all move in, whooping it up. That person ends up far worse than he'd ever gotten cleaned up in the first place. That's heavy. So, Father, would you help us, Lord, after we cast the devil out of our homes, would you help us to remember to reset the atmosphere in a way that attracts your generous spirit? Would you help us, Lord, when we cast the demon out of our mind to fill our mind? Don't leave it spotlessly clean. Don't leave it empty and, and, and primed and pruned and primed. Help us, Lord, to, to when, we, when we cast that imagination down, help us, Lord, to have the discipline to spend some time renewing our mind in the area of enemy attack so that he cannot come back in, so that he finds a fortified wall in our soul in the place where he once had a stronghold. Would you help us, Lord, not to be satisfied with temporary relief from the devil, but to go for the total victory? Not the partial victory that leads us once again into bondage, but total victory. Are you hearing me pray? We think we got the victory because we got temporary relief from the demon that was in our house, from the demon that was in our mind, from the demon that was causing our sickness, from the demon that was cast out of our city. And then we let off the gas and we try to coast. Christianity is not a life of coasting. Christianity is the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent will take it by force. Would you help us, God, not to be satisfied with a temporary partial victory, but we have to go in and repair the breach. We have to go in and do the work to rebuild what the enemy tore down. We have to go in and do the work to fill the voids left by the demons that we dispossessed from our house, from our family, from our soul, from our finances. We must find total victory. So Father, lead us and guide us and help us, God. Lead us and guide us and help us. 
lead us and guide us and help us, God, to do the aftercare, to do the recognizance, the cleanup after the battle, to pick up the pieces, to see where the enemy got in in the first place, to really understand what was the open door. How did the devil get in my marriage? What was the open door? How did the devil get in my money? How did the devil get into my economy? What was the open door? How did the devil get in my mind? What was the open door? Because if we just don't close the door, we just won't have lasting victory. And we don't want to keep going around this mountain again, God. We want to walk in consistent breakthrough. So, Lord, we're so grateful for you that you highlighted this to us. And it's not just about casting demons out of a person. It's getting rid of a devil and not doing the post-operative care to ensure that the devil doesn't come back. It would be like going to have surgery and it not dressing the wound. It might get infected. Understand there are some things we have to do after the victory to make sure that we maintain the victory, that the devil doesn't come back around next week with the same the same assignment with a different strategy that we don't discern because we didn't do the work we needed to do to keep full of the Holy Ghost. So fill us right now, God. Lord, would you fill us right now? Would you fill us to overflowing with your spirit? Would you warn us of things that we cannot readily see with our natural eyes? Would you make us more sensitive to you so we discern your leadership so that we're quick to catch wrong thoughts? Quick to discern a brewing attack in the spirit before it manifests in the natural. Teach us, God. You are our teacher, Holy Spirit. You are our teacher, Holy Spirit. You are our teacher, Holy Spirit. Teach us. Help us. You are our helper. Help us. We want to walk in consistent victory, not up and down, happy one day, stressed the next, blessed the next day ready to give up the next. This is not your portion for our lives. We will not walk in that emotional roller coaster, that instability. We thought we had one. We we're on top of the world. And next week, there's another trial. There's more warfare and we're discouraged. And we say it's a vicious cycle. It'll never end. We don't understand what are we doing wrong. I'll tell you what you're doing wrong. After you cast the devil out, you got to deal with the aftermath. You have to repair the breach in your mind. You have to close the doors to your soul, to your family, to your house, to your finances. If you don't know how he got in the first time, you probably won't be able to keep him out next time. Somebody write that down and send it to me. If you don't know how the enemy got in the first time, you probably won't be able to keep him out the next time. It's just the truth. So father, make us more aware, make us more sensitive to your heart. Help us to see what we cannot see so that we can walk in lasting victory. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. Amen? An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't he good? Some of you need to get over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and take my school of spiritual warfare. You can take the whole school or you can just take uh, individual classes, but some of you need to get equipped because some of you, I mean, these little mini lessons I give you, that's meant to prime the pump and get you thinking, but some of you don't even know the basics of warfare and that's why you live in such hell. Some of you don't know the advanced measures of warfare and you're walking in high levels in God, but nobody ever taught you how to fight at that level. You know, new level, new devil is not necessarily accurate. There are no new devils, but the devil is new to you. New level, new devil 
It's new to you. There's no new devils. Satan can't propagate himself. There's no new devils, but the devil's new to you at the new level. And that's why some of you get promoted and then you find that you're miserable and wish you never got the promotion because you can't handle the warfare at the level you're at because you haven't been trained. You really can't handle it, but you just need to know how to handle it. I wish some of you would go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and check out the warfare school, schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. You can go ahead and take all those classes. You can take individual classes. You can pick and choose. Amen. An enemy exposes an enemy to get equipped, please. You'd be a lot happier. It's hard enough. I, you know, I've been doing hardcore warfare for 20 years and, and some days are hard for me. I can't imagine some of these beautiful people in the body of Christ who are in churches who don't teach them anything about how to do warfare. Their, their blanket answer is, well, resist the devil. Well, that's good. That's the foundation of warfare. But there's laws of warfare. <laughs> there are rules of engagement. Amen. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a discount code for anything over there. There's lots of free stuff over there, but not everything over there is free. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. Some of you, listen, some of you need to, to, to deal with some deliverances. You need to get it. We need more deliverance ministers. You can go find the school of deliverance over there too. The school of prayer and intercessions over there. The school of the seers is over there. The school of the prophetic is over there. There's all kinds of developing spiritual discernment is over there. We're in a, a series right now, activating the nine gifts of the spirit. Amen. So get involved in what's going to bless you. But listen, I'll tell you the truth. Get equipping somewhere. You don't have to get it from me, but you, you, you're not going to get enough in your Sunday service. I'm telling you, it just doesn't work that way. I didn't, God, God, I didn't become who I am by just going to listen to church service every Sunday. I, I've been studying intensely for years, investing in myself. You're worth it. Don't let the devil tell you you're not. You're worth investing in yourself. Get the books you need. You know, get the resources you need. Amen. And you can watch my Sunday service online every week at ahop.online, A-H-O-P dot online. There's no charge for that. You have to register your email, but there's no charge for that. Our second service is not broadcast. That's where the school is. Amen. Get your word first and foremost, fellowship with the spirit. But let's be, let's be honest. We need outside resources to help us many times understand or dig out, you know, these resources that, that ministers create, I mean, they're digging, you know, how long it takes me to create these hours and hours and hours and hours. And I'm coming in and teaching you in 45 minutes or an hour, something that took me 20 hours or 20 years to learn, right? God is good all the time. If you want to sow into this ministry, you can do that in one of three ways. You can either share this broadcast, which I'd really appreciate if you'd share it before you get off. You can become part of my prayer army at PrayForJennifer.com. PrayForJennifer.com. Please go sign up and pray for me. I need your prayers. And you can sow financially at JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Donate that way. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If you're just on, if you're not on Clubhouse, guys, if you're watching on YouTube or Clubhouse, I do a lot on Clubhouse. I'm in a lot of rooms. We're having, hosting some different things and we're having a lot of good conversations. So make sure you're following me on Clubhouse. Download the app, follow me, and engage with me. And I will see you on tomorrow. God bless you. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. 
If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.